like fade in when we're sort of like talking in like over it, dude, just because I enjoy this song, you know? guest here is Brent Price. Brent, what's up? Uh, introduce yourself, sir, if you don't uh, tear to come about My name is Brent that. Price. You know, I'm, I'm glad to be here on this podcast here with my buddy here, Chris Allen. Crazy cat. Always makes me laugh. Good, <laughs> oh, guy. Yeah. Good guy right here, man. Listen, <laughs> this right here is like kind of a um, this is the way I do podcasts. Like, I've been kind of a... Like, this cat right here, like, for three days... <laughs> yeah, three days, folks. Three days. <laughs> for three days I've been trying to... But that's how I do it, dude. I just put on shit because... I don't know, I build it up too much in mind, and then I want to, like, do it, and then finally it's like, alright. It's here, the ground's still, and all this kind of shit. But anyway... Uh... Brent... Uh, it's cool uh, again uh, Brent Price like you're uh, related to Vincent Price yes, am I, I correct yes I am like tell me a little bit uh, about your uh, history man like because uh, again you, you grew up in what uh, Southern California I grew up in like, Southern California LA? I grew up in Huntington Beach California oh yeah born and raised you know come from a biracial family that's white my mom's Mexican from Guadalajara my dad's from uh, Mobile Alabama so, you know, I'm part Latin, part, you know, redneck, you know, but what can you say? Uh, Fuck, no. I understand that shit, though, dude. No, because um, I'm from West Virginia and everything like that, so we've got a little bit of a, like, you, like they call that shit, like, the Appalachians mm -hmm. and all that, but it's a little bit, like, connected to the South and everything. So, whenever people say the South, I think of that shit. Yeah. So, like, like, but that connects, like, to Georgia and everything, too. But I always think it's, like, connected to the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's like, this is how redneck I am, folks. It's like, going back to family reunions in, in Mobile, my cousins would, would, would come in just to all their friends, and they'd say, Hey, this is my spit cousin from California. You know, and I'm like, what the fuck? Spig, all right, you know, it's all right, because, you know, I come from a, you know, redneck family back, you know, back home, but, you know, uh, when we have family reunions, you know, this kind of fun we'd have, you know, we'd cut chickens' heads off, and with this big old slingshot, sling them into the woods, and bet which hound dog, you know, brings it back, you know, I mean, that's kind of fun that we'd have as kids. Did you ever get to know the chickens or anything like that? No, never. <laughs> no, it's poor, poor things, but, you know. You know, there's one hound dog that was real good at catching them. You know, so but uh, it was it was fun. You know, drinking some 
some moonshine. You know, I'll tell you my first experience, you know, with, with uh, moonshine, my cousins go, hey, cousin, you know, take a sip of this shit. And I should have known better, because they're all snickering. Yeah, yeah. And I take a sip, and <clears throat> it took my breath away. I thought I was going to spit, you know, thought I was going to fucking die because it, it just took all the air out, you know, and they're all, he, 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 he can't handle it, but, you know, they didn't tell me don't breathe when you sip that shit, but. Fuck, no, like, oh, shit, that makes me think. I remember in, um, middle school, <laughs> I'm gonna drop a name, but I don't think it matters this point. This is West Virginia and all that shit. <sighs> Byron Pate's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, he's mixed, he's like half, half black and half white and all that shit, but it's really funny. Um, like, you're so messy. All right, let me tell you how, how, how rednecky I am. All right, hang on. I went to high school where it's probably, you know, probably like 90% white, 2% Hispanic. And one year, you know, some seniors, you know, dressed up as, you know, German stormtroopers for, you know, for Halloween and... You know, I thought long and hard, you know, over the summer. It's like, hey, man, the school didn't say shit. So me and my buddies, you know, go to our local, you know, parish and ask Father George, hey, Father George, can we uh, borrow our, 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 our robes? We're going to do some, some Halloween. So it was my idea to dress up as a Ku Klux Klan. You know, we had one buddy named Dan Hemmen, who's a good artist, and he drew the patches and the mom, you know, his mom sewed them in. <laughs> and his awesome Wait, patches, you know. One mom made the hoods, and like so, like none, none of these were like made up with at the time, right? Like she all of a sudden, like you, you came up with the inspiration. Yeah, you know, like... I mean, I mean, I mean, our folks had no like no clue, but you know, like I had a background of like you know, my parents had some Jewish friends that you know came from the Holocaust, so I thought, shit, you know, if the school didn't think anything wrong with it, you know. Hey, just as, as, as a KKK, so here we are at 7 a.m. in the morning walking through the quad with our cross and dress up as, you know, five clansmen, you know, all hell breaks loose. I mean, all hell breaks loose. You know, we were chased down into industrial buildings, you know, and we're all pinned up. And there must have been about like four or five hundred students just crammed into, down this hallway. They were throwing shit at us and, you know, they closed, closed on the school. The frickin' SWAT team came, the frickin' fire department came, helicopter. I mean, it was no joke. I mean, people were just like, ah! And what, and what year was this? Like, like, pre or after Columbine? Oh, this was like 1986, 1985, you know? <laughs> All right, like, that's, that's a predecessor. You know, so it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, like, all holy hell breaks loose, man. And so, you know, the authorities come, and they handcuff us, and they take us into the, you know, frickin' office, and, and they expel us from school for that. You know, and so, you know, no school district in Southern California would even touch us. And so, basically, you know, our parents got together. We got some lawyers and basically, you know, sued the, sued, sued, sued the school district. And, uh, you know, it's because my parents, you know, where they have that in, in, in schools in California, you know, no student will be held back. Regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless, well, that's all over America, bro. You know, like, regardless, but my parents were the predecessors of that, you know, whatever law or statute in the school system, you know, come to be was because of that, you know. So, basically, we had to go in front of the school board, the mayor's office, police chief, fire chief, you know, and, and publicly apologize, you know, for, you know, I mean, for Christ's sakes, it was Halloween. Can't you take a goddamn joke? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, right. But, you know, we didn't realize at the time, you know, I'm, you're in high school, you're what, you know, 16, 17 years old. Oh, bro, you're just looking to have a good time. It you know, matter. we didn't mean any harm, you know, we didn't think it was going to cause that much of a, you know, ruckus, but, it, you know, I mean, it was pandemonium, man. I mean, it was people throwing paper, burning trash cans, fucking throwing books everywhere. I mean, it was, it was crazy, you know, and we couldn't believe how all this transpired just because we dressed up as a Ku Klux Klan, you know, I mean. Holy shit, like, because, like, so what, like. <laughs> Did you like? Did you gather in a spot like? Okay, we're gonna throw this all on and just watch. Cause you talk about like this. <laughs> no, it was crazy. So okay. So my my friend Dan Hammond, he lived like 
a couple blocks from the school, so, you know, we're on our duffel bags, you know, we have all our shit, you know, and we put it on, we put our hoods on, and we, walk, Christ, and we walk to school like that. You say that out like you're actually gay, gay, gay. We're just going to show up and take up the school. You know, and, and, you know, I mean, you know, people thought it was a real deal because, you know, our, our costumes look straight legit fucking Ku Klux Klan, man. The hoods, the cross, the patches, we look straight legit, man. You brought a cross. Yeah, I mean, nice commitment. You know, and, and the funny thing is, me, I'm Hispanic. We had a friend who's Korean. Okay, Dan Hemmen, Irish Catholic. We had Sean Norse. You know, and then we had uh, 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 this, this kid named David, and and he was half black, half white. You know, and so you know, we thought, come on, man, really? But no, people took it seriously, and, and you know, I mean, all hell really broke loose, and it was just like. You know, and uh, you know, is part of my you know. So what kind of ensued? You said like hell broke loose. Like what's kind of like what's one of the first things you remember? Like they were like, oh, this can't go bad, but it was like, oh no, you know, this I shit mean, went, this shit when we realized all shit's gonna go bad is because you know, like you know, because it was a Friday, you know, and it was Halloween, and I believe it it, it was uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. Friday Night Lights, you know, uh, f football. Our school was in the, I think, CIA playoffs, and so you know, it was a, it was a, it was a big deal. So, you know, um, you know, the school was into you know the Halloween thing, and so usually like everyone joins up in the quad, you know, in the middle of the school, and it's all busy. You can hear people talking and laughing, you know, like how normal school goes. And then as soon as you walk down the center, I mean, they got fucking here, goddamn pin drop. <laughs> you know, people are like, what? And you know, people are like all shocked and shit, and all of a sudden, you know, like. People, you know, like a, like a mob of people started, you know, behind us, you know, say, hey, what the fuck, man, what the fuck, you know, and, like, and, they started throw, and they started throwing shit at us, and we were like, hey, and so we booked it down one of the hallways and, and into the industrial buildings, which was like wood shop, metal shop, ceramics, you know, auto shop, and at the end of the, uh, of this hallway, where all the classrooms were, it was, the, you know, the other side was a field, but it was, it was chain linked, so we couldn't get out, so we we're all pinned up against this freaking, uh, double doors, I was, chain link, you know, and, and, and like, I swear to God, like, four or five hundred students just crammed into this little fucking hallway, and they're saying shit and throwing fucking crap at us, and, oh, man, it was horrible. Bro, like, like did they, I mean, like, like did they go, like, you mean, you dress up as a KKK, did you go, know, like, did they, did they put, like, did they slam anyone down, like, it sounded like, like, whenever you're talking about, like, people from the back there, like, what the fuck? Like, I thought, like, they were going to start, like, like you know, curb stomping people. I'm like, no, oh, man, they were going to start, no, man, they were start kicking her ass and shit, you know? I mean, like, you know, and then, and then I remember this girl named Trina, this black girl. She ripped off my hood, and she's all, Brent Price, oh, my God. And they were so upset over it, you know? They're like, how could you do something like that, you know? Just like, you know, like, are you racist? And I'm like, oh, fuck, no, it's fucking Halloween, what the fuck? And then, you know, a couple punches started going in the crowd and stuff like that, you know? And then, you know, the cops came, and... You know, shit like that. I mean, they, I mean, it, I mean, they came in fucking riot gear for Christ's sakes. Fucking, Jesus Christ. fucking, it was like, you know, helicopter, fucking the fire department. You <laughs> so know, so did they lock down the school? Oh like, yeah, the, the whole school got locked down, man. <laughs> so what? I mean, there's so, I mean, there's cops all over the school. You know, they closed. Bro, did they like divide you in some way? Because that seems like something like that would happen. Be like, all right, we're coming down. Like, we got like these. Like, <laughs> we got the KKK over here. Let me let me bring everybody else back here for your own. You know, segregational, you know, um, what, what, what happens, like, when people, like, have to cry and they, like, reform or whatever? For your own, like, purring. I don't... <coughs> no, it was, it was just nuts, man. It, like, you know, it was just nuts. But, uh, you know, like, we, we really got in trouble for that, you know? And, and, and the funny thing is, years and years later, okay, I went to high school with, uh, this guy named Peter Ganahl. And his family owned this local hardware store. It's like it's like Home Depot, it's like Lowe's, but you know, a mom and pop. And it was pretty big, it's called uh, Gnaw Lumber. And my niece was working uh, for Gnaw Lumber like at the time, and uh, when I was going to school, everyone called me Price. You know, Price, hey Price, what's up? And so my niece, everybody called her. Hang on, it looks like it turned off yeah. over there. Like, I, I'm not sorry. I, I'm, I'm listening, but like I'm keeping like producers fucking. And so uh, you know, one day, uh, you know, she's going to the parking lot with her coworkers, and uh, the boss Peter Ganoff says, "Hey, Price, come here." You know. Yeah. And then you know, 
my daughter's boss said, hey, I'm sorry, my, my niece's boss said, hey, you know, that's funny that people call you Price. He goes, I should know this guy in high school, his name was Brent Price. And, and, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's my uncle. And so, you know, I don't know, 25, 30 years later, you know, yeah. he tells a story of how I just up as a Ku Klux Klan to my niece, you know, and it's kind of funny how, like, people remember that shit, you know. And so, you know, that was one of my big oop moments in my, you know, like, in my life, so. Yeah. I was back like I was just eating, like he's ah. doing this weird like it only has like a like an eight minute record that he's doing oh really so I don't know what it got of us like earlier but again like, we have all this um down but like again it's sort of like a uh they get people. This is a hybrid podcast. You're going to see a bunch of cuts and glitches in it. That's all right. It's all good, man. That's how they get all started, you know. Yeah. So, next Joe Rogan right here, folks. Next Joe Rogan. I, I don't know about that. Like, my yeah. inspiration's like Joey Diaz and Howard Stern and just like, I want people, like, out here, like, I want you to hear conversations with people that work hard and we're kicking it and we're just having a good time and we all got, like, wild shit to say. And what have you. And we're out here, and again, you're at the Jews Lagoon. (laughs) 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 If if I own this motherfucker. Oh, shit. Ain't that like a bitch? (laughs) I'll tell you guys that. We put the star of David out in that fucking pool. I'll tell you guys a a funny true story, you know. You Mm. might not want to believe it, but it's, it's the truth. My younger days, you know, I met this girl... And uh, she used to cut my hair, and it was at uh, um, Carlton Hair International, right, like right when they first started. And so I used to be a hair model, you know, free haircuts and shit. And so one day, you know, she talked me into doing like this freaking runway show with fucking this uh, uh, new company called Urban uh, Urban Outfitters uh, when they first started out. And... Uh, this is when uh, No Doubt was first coming out and Gwen started singing and, you know, they put a little show and, you know, it was pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, I got hit up by this fucking dude saying, hey, you know, we think, you know, you, you know, you could be a model and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, you know. And so they did this whole fucking professional portfolio and got me my portfolio and shit like that. And they sent me out to New York City, you know, and to interview for this new ad campaign, you know. And mind you, you know, I was like, 18, 19 years old, you know, so I had no idea about the business, you know, and so, uh, I meet this guy, and he took all these photo, you know, like these test shots and stuff, and, uh, pardon me. Are you all good? And so, uh, and so, you know, I was interviewing like that, and so he's all, he's all, kid, we like you, you know, you got a nice body, you know, might not look like a handsome man now, because I'm old, I'm, I'm old now. And so, uh, you know, he was telling me, he goes, yeah, you know, this, this, it's, 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 it's going to be a, uh, like, you know, my new underwear line, you know, and I didn't think nothing of it. And so he grabs my ass, <laughs> oh, shit. you know, as he's talking to me, you know, he takes, you know, those grabs, you know, you grab your chick and he's going, mm, baby, like that. And I'm kind of freaking out, you know, like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, he says, hey, man, you know, if you want this, you know, you might have to do a certain little, you know, something, something here. And like, and like, and like well, what, what do you mean? So I ended up punching this guy out. Okay. They were furious. They flew me back to California, and you know, a couple months later, I come to find out that the guy that I punched was Calvin Klein. Oh shit. Okay. And at the time, that was when they were doing their underwear commercial, and they gave it to Marky Mark. True story, folks. I could have been. Gotcha, gotcha. I could have been that guy, man. But you know. The gays, you know, I apologize, <laughs> but, you know, I respect them all, but, hey, don't be touching the goods. You, you, you got them, you got them, like, for a uh, march around, like, in, like, June and all that kind of shit. hmm And so, you know, hey, man, I could have been, you know, I don't know, but that's how the cookie crumbles, you know. 
No joke, that's a real story. I punched the shit out of Calvin Klein, man, for grabbing my ass. So again, like, kind of like, walk me into that, because like, that whole scene, like, you got into that kind of fast. Like, that seems like, you need, like, so what happened? Like, when did, like, someone was just like, hey, man, like, you no, know. I, no, I was just like, so was like, 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 someone was like, yo, we want, like, there's a dude who has a company here that's kind of one, like, you know, that's, like, modeling all this kind of shit. No, it was just we weird. We want to take photos or, like, it was hey, like, let me tell you. Oh, okay, I was doing hair modeling for, for Carlton Hair International to get free haircuts. And um, they were opening up Urban Outfitters, which is, like, a, you know, like a retro kind of, like, you know, punk uh, freaking, you know, hip kind of new clothing line that was coming out in Southern California. And so they were doing a grand opening and uh, No Doubt was playing, you know, for this thing. And, uh, you know, I had gone to school with, with uh, Gwen Stefani, but, you know, had her some classes. I really didn't know her that much, so I'm not going to claim, oh, yeah, I knew her or anything like that. But, you know, it was kind of cool, you know, and... Uh, you know, I was doing this little runway thing with all clothes, you know, and I thought, ah, it's just fucking gay, man. I, you know, I didn't like that crap, you know, because, you know, I was, I was kind of shy back then. And so... So, so what was... They had a runway with, like, like models were walking yeah. back, like, unclothed, like, so, like, guys, yeah. women... Yeah, guys, like, remember, you know, going up, you know, this fucking thing like that, and, and in the background, you know, no doubt playing. Oh, know, shit, and, okay, and, okay. And, uh, and so... And, uh... Um... And after the show was over, you know, they had, like, a little, you know, like, little cocktail party afterwards, stuff like that, you know, champagne and, you know, all, you know, cheese and all this crackers and, you know, all this fruits and, all, and like, this food, you know. Something, you know, like, you know, it was just catered, you know. And all the big wigs from, you know, Carlton Hare and Urban Affairs were all there schmoozing and stuff like that. And, you know, this guy approached me and gave me his business card and he says, hey, you know, you know, like, we really like your look, you know, we want, you know. Like, like he's like trying to see like you know you look like you might be a good model or something. yeah you know yeah you know, we yeah, were doing because like, yeah, yeah. we're looking for something you know like you know like you know different than that was out during that time you know because everybody was you know either but, you know, blonde blue eyed you know and you know gotcha. you know like the like the it, boy next door look kind of stuff you know gotcha in hindsight though because you said like he made a hit on you do you think that like he was like trying like do you think he was like filling you out like do you think it was like one of those kind of things like, oh no 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 straight out like, you know because like in that kind of industry you know like we all heard all that you know all that shit coming out in the in you know with the movie stars how like power, you know power off they were being groped and shit like that so you know I mean it's in the industry so like all I remember is they flew flew me out to New York City I mean nice fucking hotel and shit like that and you know they did all these test shots and. You know, like, they had contracts out and everything. I mean, like, this was straight legit. And I was like, fuck, man, you know, I'm, you know, fuck, this is going to be big, you know. And then, you know, I'm talking to this guy. You know, I had no idea who he was. And he comes up to me and he just fucking just grabs a good uh, piece of my ass and, as he's talking to me. And I just froze, you know, because, like, I, you know, I've never experienced anything like that. So, you know, and so, you know, like, he wasn't taking his hand off my ass, so, like, you know, my blood was starting to boil. Like, yeah, like, I was just saying, did you, like, kind of, like, turn around, like, real quick, like, you're about to, like, hit him in the face, you're like, what the fuck, No, no, dude? Like, no, what the I f- mean, like, I was just standing normal, you know, and it's like, you know, like a deer, like, like, deer in headlights, like, what the hell? Like, you don't know if this is, like, a model, like, like, because, like, you're a new turret, like, you don't know if this is, like, a model thing, like, oh, shit, is he checking me to see, like... You know, I mean, I don't know what he was doing, but, like, you know, you know, you know I was raised that, you don't let nobody touch you like that, period. Yeah, 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 right. No matter who it was, and so, like... As he's talking to me, and he's really fucking close like this, you know, I mean, I can smell his fucking breath, you know. And he's talking, he goes, yeah, you know, you know, you can go far and stuff like that, you know. And, you know, and he, and he was kind of insinuating, you know, like, you know, fucking sucky fucky, you know. I mean, that's what I, the person that I got, and my yeah, blood yeah. was boiling, and I just fucking just pushed him back, and I just unloaded, boom. And all these people came and grabbed me, knocked me down, <laughs> you know. And, and and all I heard is, get that fucking kid out of here. Get that fucking kid out of here. I think he just broke my nose. You know, and so, I mean, immediately they flew me back, you know, back home. And, you know, and then, and then uh, you know, through the grapevine, through, you know, the people that, you know, uh, you know, cut my hair and stuff like that. You know, the girl that cut my hair, she's like, hey, man, do you know who you just punched out over there? Calvin Klein. You know who Calvin Klein was? And that was when he was, you know, first started up and coming, you know, when he... When he branched off of, you know, from, from, from Ralph Lauren and stuff. And so, you know, it's, I was like, <laughs> yikes, I just fucked up. <laughs> but oh well. And then, you know, 
And then about a, about a year later, you know, it was Marky Mark on the billboards everywhere, you know. I mean, that could have been me, but oh well. You heard here from fucking Brent Price, but like... True story, man. <clears throat> oh, shit. <coughs> That's no lie. Yeah, yeah, you like, just, just in case lawyers come asking questions. You know, I mean, like... That's, that's I never talk about it usually because, you know, it's kind of embarrassing, you know, like, I've had a great opportunity and I just fucking fucked Bro, up. that sounds like a great... That sounds like a great opportunity for them to, like, molest your ass. <laughs> you know, it's just like, like... You know, and, and, you know, reflecting back on all that, I think, you know, hey, you know, all those movie stars that, you know, that came out and said that, hey, they were groped and shit for movie roles yeah. and, and blackballed because they didn't, you know, do something with the boss or whatever, but, you know, you know, all that shit's true, you know? Well, listen, like, bro, we were joking around the other night, and I ain't, like, told this, like, on, like, comedy yet, but I'll have to, like, work this out, but, bro, I've been... <laughs> we can't, we're not gonna go as, like, deep like that, like, one blowjob story with that one bitch, but... That shit's funny. <laughs> Hey, we can't, we can't, we, we can't record. But anyway, it's, it's gonna sound bad with like the pre. That's gonna sound bad with the pre. Yeah, man, he's gonna just not fucking eating out and he falls asleep because he's all wasted. I mean, can you imagine the horror of that of, of, of that chick? Oh my god, he fell asleep <laughs> on me, and I bragged that I'm the biggest cocksucker of all. But now, you know, hey, you know, shit happens, you know, you know. But that's pretty funny though. <sighs> Yeah, it was fucked. That sidetracked me from where I was, like, gonna go. With what? <laughs> oh, shit, but that's alright. Oh, fuck, but no. Bro, so on my job, like, working on this... Again, <laughs> we get sidetracked, and this is just whatever. <coughs> but on my job the other day, right? We're working on the levy, people. And this fucking, um... Bitch comes by with her granddaughter... And we're on the levee. So, going past the hump, like you're getting close to the river, okay. you've got a homeless camp this way and just people camping out down there. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but you don't want, why would you bring your granddaughter down there, right? Well, this bitch looks over at us and she's like, What's going on here? Why, why, what's up with the fence? And we're like, well, you know, they're working on the levee. Nordic's got to do something to fix this shit. She's like, well, what about the cats? And you ever have like a person say something to you that you don't know if they're joking with you? Yeah. Or they're being serious? Well, when she said like, well, what about the cats? Like she had like a weird smirk looking thing on her face. And however her, like, this is just like people, again, my mind's fucked up. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzed up right now, but I'm sober on that job. But anyway, she, like, looks over, and she's got, like, this, like, weird crew. She's like, well, what about the cats? And I'm like, is she talking about, like, is she gesturing, like, to, like, like, is she referring to, like, her and, like, the people as the cats? But then, like, but no. She's, like, making reference to there's feral cats living down by the river. Never mind that there's fucking uh, homeless people, like, living out like pseudo-Somali pirates. <laughs> fucking, like, who, who are the people in Vietnam? Charlie? They're living out, they're living out all like that. They're eating those cats, like, like those cats are fucking... A dinner, man. <clears throat> yeah, but, like, but she's worried about those cats coming back. But she's like, no, what about... But, like, I'm also thinking, too, like, what if the levee breaks, and that's what the people are down here working on, and it floods out your home, and it kills you and all the people? Are you worried, are you worried about them cats living off of, uh, you know, your dead flesh? Like, sitting there, you know, the yeah, cats... Yeah, there's probably food for them. That's what I'm saying. Like, the fucking homeless people, like, still, like, cooking the fucking cats and shit like that. But why would you bring, like, your daughter down to a fucking swamp-like fucking area, though? Who knows? When it looks like, dude, there's a heroin addict over here. No, not like that. Every now and then swinging a fucking stick. And you're concerned bringing your... You're con... You're concerned... 
bringing your grandchild down to the human fucking cesspool of Sacramento of like pretty much America right here. And you're concerned about feeding these cats and all that. Well, that makes sense. But that's what you got, like, that's what you're doing with, like, how you're in fucking, like, America, man. What the hell is it? Welcome back <laughs> to the Juice Lagoon. We're cutting in because we're having... Technical issues. Yeah, technical issues. I was going to say it's the 20s, and we're living like it's the 1920s. What are you going to do, man? Like... I'm Chris Allen. I got problems. I'm fucking, whatever. But what were you telling me a second ago, Pimp? No, like some kind of knowledge. You were dropping. No, me. you know, like people are just different, you know, and you gotta accept them for who they are, you know, like yeah. You know, people march to the beat of their own drum, and to me, that's all right. This is know? my doctor's prescription right there because he's a psychologist, and that's a. Uh, I got this under. <laughs> this is so, a joke, but it's also honest. Like yeah. And so, you know, like, a lot of people don't like people that beat to their own drum for some reason because they think, you know, they're, like, anti-establishment or they're, you know, uh, against authority and what have you. Nah, they're just themselves, man, you know? And, like, you know, for example, uh, sometimes I get very boisterous when I speak and people, eh, you know, shut the fuck up, keep it down, there's people sleeping, but, you know, that's just who I am. You know, if I was to meet a person like me, I'd be like, eh, he talks it loud, but, hey, you know... That's just who he is. You gotta accept that. If you don't accept that, then don't be their fucking friend, man. Plain and simple, you know? Just like with, you know, like, you know, being black, Hispanic, white, Asian, whatever, green, purple, whatever. You know, if you don't like that race, then don't fucking hang out with them, you know? Then there's no problem. There's no need to be saying, you know, derogatory racial <clears throat> remarks against other people. You know, fuck, it's the 20s, man. You know, <laughs> people don't give a fuck about that shit anymore, and it, you know, and they shouldn't. And it's really sad that, you know, yeah, you know right. this should happen, that's and again, like, I'm one of those motherfuckers, just because I feel like I have to touch on this. I'm insensitive. I'm from the East Coast, Appalachia, whatever. Uh, we're, we're just kind of like, like the way I talk and all that kind of shit, like, it's just insensitive. Like, I'm talking to like, the people, like, whatever. But you know I, You know how I am. Like, I have, like, uh, like essentially, like, uh, like I'll, I'll say things and it's like, why are you chopping at me with an axe? Like, dude, like, my words are just, like, they're not hostile, but we're just, like, aggressive. Like, we see, you see, it's, it's like, people have to understand, it's like, okay, people from the East Coast, okay, I went to New York one time, and I thought people from New York State were fucking aggressive as hell. But, hey, you know, it's it's it, it's a big city, it's, you know, it's fast life, people are just direct. They'll tell you, hey, motherfucker, I'm gonna stab your ass, you know? They ain't gonna mess around and, you know, fucking you know, pop their peacock feathers and, you know, put out their chest, you know, people are pretty direct in, you know, back east, and so, and, and here in, 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 on the west of California, people are, you know, they're like, hey, what's up, brother, you know, they're very relaxed, chill, and stuff like that, you know, but, you know, people gotta understand, you know, when people come from different regions of the United States, you know, they, they, they have different moral codes, you know, that they're brought up with, you know, that are different from, you know, yours or, or mine, right. you know, and, 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 and hey, okay, I interrupt you just because, sure. like, I, I, I know the people, like, like they're like, yeah, we hear you, brother, and we all appreciate you, but can you, like, as you're talking about, like, like where people cover more, can you tell about them ice cream truck stories? Oh, yeah. And, like, Rachel, because you're from, again, people, this is California, and I love being out here because every, like, again, it's like, this is the West Coast, it's still the Wild West, every now and then there's shootouts. Oh, okay. And he can attest to that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> for, you know, for example, like, you know, my grandmother lived in Santa Ana, California, which is primarily Hispanic community, and, you know, where else do you see the ice cream truck in, in predominantly, you know, minority neighborhoods? So, one day, you know, we see one ice cream truck coming this end of the block, and another one coming right there, and we're sitting out front, you know, with all the little kids, you know, during the summertime, and... I don't know, maybe I was washing my car or something, doing the brakes. I don't know what I was doing. And all of a sudden, you know, they're in the middle of the street, and they get out, and they start fucking yelling at each other, saying, hey, man, this is my territory. Get the fuck out like that. I mean, you know, and they started to duke it out, you know. And so me and my cousins are thinking, God damn, ice cream wars, man. You know, I'm surprised they didn't pull out guns and shit and start blasting each other, but that didn't happen. So basically, one of the trucks broke down, and that guy goes, hey, is it cool if I park it here, you know, blah, blah, blah. So... He takes all his all his money out and locks it up, and you know, one day goes by, the truck's still there. We're like, "Fuck, this guy ever gonna pick it up?" Two days go by, and so one day we're feeling like ice cream, but for some reason, no ice cream truck came down the street 
fucking that day. So how many? So the truck breaks down and he just leaves it there for a couple of days. Yeah, right? and then okay, because I know the I know the where the story gets to. So how long until it takes until you all probably like like the second day? <laughs> and so my grandma goes, "Mijo, I feel like an ice cream." And my grandma's favorite ice cream was the Nestle Crunch bars. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so like you were like, Fuck. no ice cream truck came. So like you know, sitting in a park in front of my grandma's house. So we went down the street, you know, and got this little kid. His name was Raspado. <laughs> the reason why we call him Raspado is because he rode his, BM, his BMX bikes backwards. And, 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 he, and he ate shit one time and, 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 scraped, his, and scraped the side of his face. So we call him Raspado, meaning scrape, right, in Spanish. So he was this little guy about this tall, man, and we pushed him through the fucking window, and we robbed the oh shit out of the ice cream God. truck, man. We took all the candies, Christ, the bro. chips, the ice cream, everything. And we had ice cream for days, let me tell you, man. Dog. And so, you know, I feel kind of bad that I introduced these kids into, into, into burglary and shit, but, you know, hey, it was the ice cream truck, man. That's what he gets you- for... For, for leaving this shit, you know, parked there for days, you oh know, what do you expect? God. Dog, you know? you're the modern day fucking, uh, <laughs> who's that kid that's like, paint my, white whitewash the fence, like, uh, Tom Sawyer? Yeah. You're the, <laughs> you're the original modern I mean, day Tom Sawyer. Into this one. <laughs> you know, He's so, you know. Still creep shit. You know, so basically I was the big homie <laughs> of the neighborhood back then, you know, but hey, you know, we just pushed that little kid through there and we, he, he opened the, the fucking door and she's like that and we just all the kids went fuck wild said, come on get all you want let's go hurry up before they come back you know and it was gutted <laughs> it was gutted you know <laughs> so like any of the vatos come down like a home's like no man and then like you know and then when the the owner of the electric came back you know he noticed it was all gone and, and the, so the police were out there you know <laughs> all fucking dusting and shit and they're all asking since it was parked in front of our house of course like pop 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 police you know, hey, do you see anything? Oh, no, officer, we didn't see shit, man. We just got up one day and the ice cream <laughs> was there and, you know, who knows, you know. Yeah. Must, you know, it must have been the, you know, the cholos on the street or something, but it wasn't us, you know. And all the kids were all afraid. Oh, they're all crying and stuff, you know. Oh, we're going to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, but did you eat the ice cream? Yeah. Well, you know, but uh, you know, nothing ever happened, you know. So, you know, you know that was cool, but you know, thank goodness, you know, we didn't get anybody in trouble though. But it was kind of funny though. Oh shit! Like, I'm just surprised. Like, the cops just had to come by and like ask like a couple of questions. Yeah, you know, like, like they know what happened. Like, you have an ice cream truck break, dog. I'm surprised it took like two days. I thought like it was day one. You are probably over there, like, let's fucking take all this, like, shit. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, we didn't leave anything in there, man. I mean, shit. The only things were left were the samples that were, you know, stuck on the, you know, on the plexi, on the, ple- on the plexiglass, you know, in front of the ice cream truck. You know, when you, when it's all open like that, and you're standing there and say, hey, what do you want? And you have all the goodies all, like, <laughs> yeah. those are all things that were left, you know? And so, I mean, I mean, we even took the grab bags. You remember grab bags back in the day, folks? Grab bags in the ice cream truck? Yeah, even those were gone. <laughs> uh, oh shit! No, that sounds like fucking like because no back on uh, the East Coast and that, like what I mean East Coast like like in New York they got whatever the fuck in Appalachia West Virginia Redneck Hills they yeah, still got the, ice cream. This is our house dog Echo right here. Yeah, but no, we still got like fucking uh, ice cream trucks to come by and all that kind of shit. But it's. Like, no, they broke down, like, so, like, I mean, it's good old people. Like, out yeah. here, I'm like, yeah, that's how I think it should be. Like, yeah. kids, like, just raid the motherfucker and steal everything. You know, we didn't mean any harm or anything like that, but, you know, we knew it was wrong, but hey, you know. We got my wanted ice cream, what can you expect, you know? <laughs> La Doña, you know? Necesita, like, frio leche. You know? You know, they have those guys, you know, pushing their cars, paletas, paletas, you know, but... Oh shit! But you know that, yeah, that, you know that happened. You know, it's kind of funny. 
now all those kids are all grown up and they can tell that you know that their kids yeah I remember when you know our neighbor Brad you know he fucking talked to busting into the freaking Ashton truck and we had, you know I mean can you, can you imagine telling that story to your grandkids or your like your kids like that's scandalous <clears throat> oh fuck yeah dude that's <laughs> what I'm saying like back in West Virginia like, we there's like a couple so- but there's nothing like that. There's no story like to where we broke into fucking uh, like a truck that broke. Because that to me sounds like shit off of Hey Arnold. Mm-hmm. In Appalachia, like you're kind of living in like a fantasy world when you're watching shit on the outside. It's really weird watching the fucking like again when you're in that you're in a weird like world. You're kind of like in like Mother it's, Nature's cave. Like, like, for like, example, like my cousin came from Reno, and this was right after. You know, the Rodney King deal happened and shit. And so, uh, back in my hometown, you know, there's a street, you know, called Bristol, where everybody cruised up and down on Sundays, you know. It was bumper to bumper, people bumping their bumps, and girls hanging out windows, you know, and different, you know, fucking lowrider cars, and Volkswagens, and, you know, freaking mini trucks, you know, just booming their, 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 their shit. And we're, and so this is the first night my cousin comes to California, and he's all in my Volkswagen. I had a rag top, and he's just, he's all standing out, looking around, going, "Wow, this is cool, cousin." And you know, so it was me, my cousin Joe, and my cousin Josh in the back. And we're going southbound on Bristol and Granite. It's bumper to bumper, and so right now the the, the street light is is uh, I'm sorry, the the signal's going. You know, blinking red, so it was just like a stop sign. So it was bumper to bumper. <clears throat> right here, there's this fucking taco stand, right? And then across the street, there's this house right there that everybody knew that was a, a fucking drug house. And then, you know, we're all sitting out there, you know, waiting for, you know, to get through across, you know, traffic. And then all of a sudden, you hear this, bah, bah. And I kid you not, like 10, 15 guys coming out of this house and they start fucking just blasting across the street to these dudes that are eating at this taco stand. And they're walking in between cars, just going, bra, 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 and they're shooting back and forth. And my just, push, just, just letting like, just yeah. letting loose, dude. They didn't give a fuck who was around. We we're like, oh shit, you know. Me and my cousin Josh are going, wow, check it out. And my cousin Josh, he's trying to hide in the back seat of a Volkswagen, which you know, there's no room, and he's like crying, oh god, oh my god, you know. And so like, that's how most people, from you know, if you're not from California and they see all that shit on the news. They think that shit happens every day. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, <laughs> it really doesn't. That was just a coincidental that that happened when he came down. But he was he was so scared. That said, like shit in California though gets more real than it does like elsewhere. But it's not that common. It's not that common. Like, let me just jump into the story real quick. Okay, so back when I was working at Fox Forty and all that shit, one day I'm rolling into work. I'm just coming in like. Instead of, like, that side of Fruit Ridge, I don't even know what it is. Like, I'm pointing, but I'm coming to the outside of Fruit Ridge. And as I'm, like, driving down, like, in Fox 40s right here, I'm getting ready to make my left. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's nothing but a bunch of cops. There's cops, like, strung out, like, in a line. Like, blocking, like, that other part of Fruit Ridge. And, like, so when I get into work, they're like, yo, dude, you just missed out. Some people, like had a shootout like just right on the other side of like you know right down there and the cops just showed out so like no the wild west is out here for real but that's not that's america to me i i you know <laughs> i don't know i'm a little but i'm from west virginia dude people like that's america to us <laughs> yeah but shoot yeah, it out motherfucker it was Whatever. crazy man man kid you not i was scared shit i think fuck man what could come fucking flying and kill you right then and there you know, but unfortunately, no one got hurt, you know, and because of that happened right there, the cruising up and down Bristol was no more. And that was the end of that, you know, those were good times, you know, because there'd be an Alpha Beta right there in the parking lot, and then and then everybody would get down there and freaking park their cars and show their shit, you know, what they got, and, you know, there's girls, you know, just like in uh, the Fast and the Furious, you know, when they're all parked up and everybody's all hanging out, that's how it used to be, you know, but, you know. And so, you know, that was squashed real quick after that incident. Fuck, man. Those were good times growing up. Yeah, no, them sounds like the real good times of California, man. Yeah. Like, what was that, the 70s? No, this was like probably like, eh, probably like 1991, 92. Oh, why the, why the, why? I'm right. sorry, man. Like, I'm not thinking like you're like that old, but like, why I think back like to the good, like, I just think like the 70s, like, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I was alive in the seventies. I'm fifty-one, but uh, you know, like you know, I have some fond memories of you know the seventies. But you know, I'm an eighties kid. You know. Hell yeah. Got a ghetto bird flying by, but. <clears throat> yeah, we have them too here. Welcome to the jungle. Anyway, our camera's cutting out. I think I'm gonna cut it on that. If you if you want anything else to end with, man, you're my guest. Oh you? man, you know, it's, thank you for having me. It was real fun, you know. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, hope to be back and you know, talk some more and tell you my crazy stories. Oh yeah, you know. Sure. the Nostrotos Trabajamos Doro podcast. Hope you liked it. Uh, <laughs> it goes without saying in that one. I was a little bit fucked up. Um, I, I, but, but let's be real. Like uh, I, I did a little bit of psychedelics that night. Some shrooms. But you know, ladies and gentlemen, I have to do that sometimes. That's what got me actually to do it. It had been in my mind for a minute to do it. People with stories working hard things of this nature, and me, sometimes it just takes like weird motivations, I was on that, homeboy was moving out, roommate, Brent Price, who you saw him, and just Hunter S. Thompson style, it's like, we're just going to do this interview like this, because that's me, like, I like to have a good time, I'm wild, man, like, everyone here in California is like so uptight, no one's loose anymore. What happened? Yeah, it's June, it's gay pride and all this, and hoo hoo ha ha ha. And I support gay pride and all this. Be who you are. As long as you take nothing from me, you're doing nothing wrong. So just be happy in life. But me, like when I go out here and they're like, oh, this man's a wild animal or whatever the hell. Yeah, that's right. Because that's me. Where's the wild <laughs> Where's the wild people pride month? Because that's who I am. We're the, we're the wild. Well, I don't know, but it's anyways. We're the, we're the wheel of beasts in the woods. We don't really want to have a pride month. You know what I'm saying? We just do it like that. My pride is myself. So that's it. Anyway, enough about pride. That's called vanity in some cases. Um, but yeah, that was again Brent Price, former roommate, uh, good cat. We didn't get into some of his military stories, which were really good. So that's going to be coming up next. Um, but what else? Yeah. The uh, next guest we'll be having here, I'll have coming up next, uh, you know, eh, whatever. The next guest we'll have coming up next, here in the next little bit, I don't know, I'll be a little bit more sharper on Again, I'm sorry I'm stuttering, I'm doing all this, this is what happens when I'm alone. And I've had a couple of beers again, we're gonna, like I said, I'm going to keep it sharper for the next guest, that one I was on shrooms, a little bit fucked up, but... I don't know, again, like, we're going to keep it sharper, but the party's still going to go on, you know, because that's what I want. There's no more party anymore, it's fun. Because we got the pool, this is lightweight, great Gatsby style, so why not, you know, you got to enjoy life. Anyway, that said, I want to talk to you a little bit about this book. I wrote this back in 2015, um, before I actually got it, uh, I was engaged at the time, and I kind of realized, like, deep down it was going to end. But you know why I write? And again, like, I like to, you know, booze it up a little bit. So I was just going, like, doing it like they would do in the South in that, like, kind of, like, blues era. I was just drinking rum, writing, and all that. So I wrote Bluesman. And... I was just writing Bluesman at the time. A little bit buzzed. And, like, little did I know, like, like once that, like, engagement ended... You know, and again, like I said, I knew it was kind of going to end and all that before it was kind of, like, on its route out. And in reality, I should have been like, fuck, I'm trying to jump. Because I just wanted to... Things are kind of starting to kick for some reason, like, a weird way. Like, just, like, a lot of women, like, coming around and sex life was kind of... Like, I don't want to go too personal and all that. But it was going, it was just kind of going on in the south. And I was like, fuck, I'm, like, ready. But then we fell in love with, like, Andy again. And so, like, once that happened, I was good. And I shouldn't have said her, shouldn't have said her name. But anyway, you know, that's just what happened. I really fell in love with her again. And 
I wasn't so worried about like all this kind of like mishmash before and like whatever kind of feelings because you know, when you fall in love with someone it's just like you, I, I don't know rebirth like some being baptized or something it, I, I don't know don't listen to that kind of ramble um yeah that's what happened but lo and behold it did not work out and it went south and you know no pun intended you know it takes place in the south I was writing bluesman I finished it like during like the end of the engagement but it kind of like saved me I wrote this and then I wrote a screenplay and you know I don't have a screenplay yet I'm still kind of working on that but that doesn't matter you know it's, I, a work in progress is a work in progress I just don't quit but anyway no, you should definitely check out Bluesman buy a copy of this you can find it on Amazon.com the, the publisher is Kellen Publishing uh, you know they're kind of based here in California originally and then like fires or whatever happened and it moved. That doesn't matter. Uh, you just go to Amazon.com and find I'm, I'm working on the audiobook right now. I have no guarantee when that'll be done. I move slow. I've got a lot of shit I'm doing. But anyway, this is, that's that. Um, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Like I said, I'll have another one coming up for you all shortly. And we're just trying to get a little bit sharper, a little bit more on point. And we're all just want to have a good time, you know. Because I want you all to have a good time, too. We're pirates, right? I do comedy, right? As you see, I act like now I'm trying to do podcasting and everything like this thing. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you take care, and I'll catch you at the next new moon. Or before then. Either way. Oh! The werewolves are on the prowl. <clears throat> oh, and one more thing with Guns N' Roses. And all this shit, and Willie Cologne. Listen, you motherfuckers might not know, but I went to Comlock. 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? That's for, uh, you know, those uh, high echelons for Guns N' Roses and all that shit. I didn't use Axel Voice and all that kind of things. It was my turn to talk, not that motherfucker. No disrespect, Axel. Uh, I just have to be real. You know, the audience wants to know this kind of shit. But anyway, Willie Cologne, you know that I love that song. That's how I want to start it out for this first episode. I'm not making money off of any of this. You know, that's hopefully going to come on the next ones. I just want to give respect and let you all listen. So in this next video, when I put on uh, some other good music and all that shit, people are like, oh, yeah, that's right, I put it on. But did I fucking steal anything from them? No, I want you to know who the fuck they are. Guns N' Roses, Willie Cologne, Kayla Leo. Uh, if you don't know because you're a white motherfucker... That is what a mess in Spanish. You people think I don't know something. Anyway, that's it for our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad you were uh, able to watch Nostrotos Trabajamos Duro. And catch you next time.